Alright. Kege iskuleke. Bazalwane. Nkulunkulu ngwele. Siyabonga na msanjibsuku. For this time to gather together to. To fellowship and to strengthen each other. And Father God to point each other in the path. That you have called us to walk in. We thank you for the anointing and the grace to, to grow into the stature of that which you have preordained for us. Thank you for wisdom, Lord. Thank you for revelation. Thank you for insight. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We are embarking, Basilani, on a, on a, on a series, a series with its purpose. Uh, so I hope you have your, your I wanted to have your notepad there next to you. It is very important that we do so, especially every time on Sundays and on, on, uh, on Wednesdays, that we, we, we have a culture of, uh, of just writing things down. Then you go over that material uh, later on by yourself. And so tonight I want to encourage you to do that. Um, the whole purpose of, um, of tonight and the next coming weeks is for us to engage on, on a theme called purpose. I wanted to understand the significance of the, of the whole uh, topic in God. As we walk with God, one of the most important things that you need to understand is, is, is what we call purpose. So tonight is an introduction to that and uh, we, we, we trust God. But over and above this, family, by the time we are done, I'm hoping that you, you just get an understanding of why this is so profound, of all the things that we, we are going to talk about in the future. This is one of the key things. Remember, our, our vision as a church is to restore destinies. That's how it begins. And attached to that is a question of purpose. We need to understand why we are here. So I, I want us to understand that because without a clear understanding of purpose, there is malfunction. We don't operate and function according to that which God wants to see us move in the earth. So the first thing I want you to note as we begin, there is a connection between unhappiness or unfulfillment in our lives and living outside of our purpose. They, they, there is a connection if, if we live an unfulfilled life, if we live a life that is full of unhappiness, there is discontentment in our spirit until the time uh, that we, we leave the earth. Uh, more often than not, it's because we lived our lives outside of the jurisdiction of the purpose that God had given us in the earth. There's something about living our lives within the scope uh, of, of God's purpose for our lives. So I want you to know, Guti, purpose brings alignment uh, between our spirit, our soul, and our giftings. When we are walking within the will of God, we live our lives within the purpose of God. In the earth, there is an alignment uh, between our, our spirit, our soul, and uh, and what we call our giftings, or our our talents, our competencies, and everything that God has given us. Now, I want you to know also, family, would you personally, what God has given me as a person is is giving me the grace of 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 wisdom and understanding. Over and above everything else that God wants us to do, but there there is uh, that grace which one realized some years years ago. God had given us the grace of wisdom and understanding. So for me, anything that has to do with kingdom uh, comes uh, very easily and it's very clear to me. Uh, now attached to to wisdom and understanding, there's revelation. Uh, this attached to that, uh, it, 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 revelation comes in the company of the spirit of wisdom and the, and, the, and the spirit of understanding. And so God 
gives me gives me a, a, a bigger picture of things. This is why sometimes when I want to take you to the east, we always first go to the west, uh, because I always believe that uh, I need to give you a kind of a full scope because I always see things in its broadest uh, terms. And so I wanted to understand that. Now, a few years ago, I bought a book uh, written by the late Dr. Miles Monroe on, on the kingdom, kingdom of God. Now, to be honest with you, I've only read about uh, two pages of that book. I haven't read it uh, because I just didn't want what God was saying to me about the kingdom of God to be influenced by what I was reading. I, I think I'm still like that. I always believe that when the Lord God is, especially when it comes to the kingdom, God, God has given me a special grace with regards to, with regards to that. And I always um, prefer that later on, uh, once God has spoken to me, then I, I, I read whatever that, that is out there, kind of to reinforce what God has given me. Uh, so I, I haven't read that book until this point. However, family, when it comes to the topic of, of purpose, of purpose, I don't know anyone currently really, or in the recent, in recent history, who has had such a comprehensive understanding on the topic of, 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 uh, of um, purpose, purpose that is kingdom oriented, more than uh, the late Dr. Miles Mandro. So I wanted to know that um, some of what I will be sharing with you in, in the next couple of weeks uh, in this series is, is courtesy of his wisdom and uh, in, in, with regards to what God uh, had given him. And of course, when we read certain things, the Lord begins to speak to us as well. And, but there's, there's a lot of the, the things that I want to share with you. He is such an, such an authority in the topic, uh, so profound in his coverage of, of, of the topic of, um, on, on, on purpose. So I want us to begin, as you write there in your notes, family, your heading is purpose. Now, I want us to begin with these, with these four, the three different scriptures as our f foundation scriptures on the topic. Uh, the first one is found in the, in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 13, verse number 36. It says there, I'm going to just write that down. Now, when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. He was buried with his ancestors and his body decayed. Now it says that specifically David served the purpose of God after which he fell asleep, he died, and then um, it says his body decayed. Now I want us also to go to Proverbs chapter 20, verse number 5. Proverbs 20, verse number 5. Now the Bible says the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. The purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. Now, I want us to go to the, this last scripture that I'm going to begin to deal with tonight, probably just a definition of this, and then I'm going to explore it going forward. Uh, Isaiah 46 verse 10 the Bible says, I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say my purpose, my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. Now, verse number 11 of that same chapter, it says, from the east, I summon a bird of prey from afar off, afar off land. A man I summon to fulfill my purpose. What I have said, that I will bring about. What I have planned, that I will do. Now, if you notice what we have read, you will understand that in the first scripture, David says, the Bible says David served God's purpose. God's purpose. 
in his own generation. And uh, the one that I've just read, uh, verse 10, it says, God says, my purpose, my purpose will stand. His purpose will stand. And verse 11 of the same chapter, book of Isaiah, it says, I summon or I call a man uh, from afar off to fulfill my purpose. So, Bazalwan, as we begin the series, I want you to understand that everything is for him. Everything. Everything is for him. Even what we would think is, say, I have a purpose in life. It is God's purpose. Your talents, your skills, your competencies, your education, your beauty, your swag, your style, your panache, your influence, your voice, your wit, your intelligence, your, your groove, your, your everything that has to do with you, your time, your money, your wealth are all his. Now, if we do not understand that at the very outset of this theme, we have missed it. He calls it his purpose. He leaves his purpose through us. He leaves his purpose through us. The Lord leaves his purpose through your life and through my life. In other words, the Lord wants to manifest and register his purpose through everything I have mentioned above. He wants to register his purpose and manifest his purpose through your voice, through your swag, through your, your, your talents, through your education, through your wit, through your voice, through your intelligence, through everything, your influence, the, your ability to, to, to attract people. He, everything is his. He has given us certain things and deposited those things in our spirit and enabled us to be unique in particular ways and be able to do certain things that the person next to you cannot do the way you can. He has deposited those things because he wants to make a withdrawal of the same so that through those things his name can be glorified and his purposes in the earth can be glorified and whatever that he wants, his intent, his intention can be fulfilled in the earth. That is the point of departure. So once we understand that, that everything, my marriage, my career, uh, my relationships are all his. We offer all those things on the altar. If you want to live a life of fulfillment of peace and peace, if you want, many people, you know, we, these things are marriage and all these things that we desire in our life. If you really want to achieve success in the earth, in terms of wealth and, and all the things that you and I desire, have a great family and, uh, you know, the stuff that when we were small, we, we longed for. What needs to happen? is to surrender at the very beginning you must know my marriage is for him so that he can through it fulfill his purpose in the earth in other words when we discuss the the, the theme of purpose in other words we get to a point where even the marriage itself has a divine purpose and every relationships have a divine purpose wealth has a divine purpose and everything has a divine purpose. Yeah. Everything is tied, interwoven, interlinked to that which God wants to express in the earth. And I tell you, family, if the signature, the fingerprint of God is on each of, of these things I've mentioned, there is prosperity. There is no way that you and I can allow God into all these realms and those things would die. Why do marriages fail? Why do finances dry up? Why do we feel uh, empty on the inside? 
because we have failed to understand that all those things exist solely for him to express himself through them, for him to express himself through each of those things. Listen to me, Bazalwan, because one of the things I am trusting God for all of us to reach is for us to get to a place of being really the priesthood that God wants to see in the earth. And uh, I don't want to get worried because you think everything is about church. You know, no, you're going to discover tonight kingdom is broader than church. Kingdom is, uh, is, is, is so broad, it's, it's, it's not church bound. So if you want to live a happy life, you want to live a fulfilled life, a life that is uh, that's prosperous and full of, of, of God, the presence of God, allow him to express himself through through your giftings through your talents through your competencies and through all the things that you think are yours the things that the lord has given to us if you want to enjoy life in the earth and get to your old age content and fulfilled hand over you will then realize that immediately as you do that, there's suddenly a level of contentment even in your marriage. Those of you who are not married, you know that if, if you understand what I'm talking about, and marriage, and you, there's a desire for you to get married, if you understand at the outset that God wants to express himself through your marriage, Marriage will come because there is God in it. You have, you, you have in your planning, you have factored God in everything in your life. You want to see his fingerprint in everything. So he wants to be there. He's going to get that happening for you. So now I want us to get to the, to the topic of, of, of purpose, family. Uh, I want us to begin to define what what this is about because i'm telling you by the time we are done i am hoping that you will walk with a sense of destiny and a sense of purpose we're going to define the difference between destiny and purpose uh, just later on tonight so purpose i wanted to write this down purpose is when you know and understand when you know and understand what you were born to accomplish. When you know and understand what you were born to accomplish. Now, what you must understand about this is that your spirit is the recipient of purpose. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because it is God's. It's God's purpose lived through me. It's God's purpose lived through me. Nothing is ours, Bazalwan. Nothing is ours, and the, and the sooner you realize that, the better. We, we are stewards. God, God works the earth through us. God is present in the earth today. He, he walks about in bodies of people called the church, and he wants to build cities and, 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 um, and society. He wants to build economies. That's what kingdom is about through, through his people. Jesus builds the church. We don't build the church. Jesus built the church through through the, the, the fivefold ministry, but primarily through the nine gifts of the Spirit. He builds the church. But the church's purpose is to build society, is to build cities, it is to build economies. This is why the issue of purpose and your unique giftings come into effect because they, they stretch beyond the church building, as you're going to discover tonight, because not everything God has given you is for the within the walls of the church. The, the, the purposes of God re extend beyond the church. It's for, it's for nations, it's for the city, it's for, it's for the economies, for those to be restored. So vision is when you see it in your mind, you see purpose in your mind and, uh, and begin to imagine it. Now that's vision. God drops purpose in your in your spirit. Vision is when you see that in your mind, 
and you begin to make a picture of that uh, uh, in, in, in your mind and you imagine it. Uh, Pepper's family is God's intention or intent for individuals. What he wants to do, what he wants to do through you. What he wants to do through you. Purpose is not, now, I'm, I'm going to, uh, probably I'm going to mention things that you've never heard before. And that's okay. <laughs> uh, purpose is not church bound. Purpose is not church bound. Uh, because I want you to write that down. It extends beyond the walls of the church. That is very important to understand. This is why an accountant can be, that could be the, the purpose, their purpose, their gifting, uh, is to be an accountant, not to preach, not to be in a, a full-time minister. Of course, everything that God does is tied to the harvest. We're going to learn that in the, in the weeks to come because everything about us benefits him. But you are pro 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 probably um, an artisan, or any of those, that's your gifting. That's your. That's what he wants you to contribute. Because purpose extends beyond the church Sunday service. It, it impacts society. God is in the business of restoring. He restores the destinies of cities. When we restore the destinies of cities, there's, there's the economy of the city that must be restored. The enemy, on the other hand, is to pull down and bring down. So God sends out his people with his spirit. If you study the Old Testament, Daniel and all of them, wherever they went, they built economies. Where they went, the spirit of, of, of wisdom in them, wherever they went, Joseph, a lot of them, when they were sent out by the spirit of God, they went to build because that's what God was doing. Uh, so I wanted to understand that as we go on. So... Purpose is not church-bound. It extends beyond the walls of the church. Not every teacher is supposed to teach Sunday school or church. You teach, you teach society. You teach where it begins to differ is what you're teaching them. Now, the enemy intervenes and it gives, brings curriculum that is not in order. But God, you were born primarily to contribute. That's what he wants you to do in that generation under his anointing. When they, those kids leave the schooling system, you have taught them more than adjectives, more than one plus one. You taught them about life. There's something about you that they remember more than what you taught them in their exercise book. I've experienced that in my life. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a profound when God sends you out and, and there's this kingdom uh, mandate attached to what we do out there. All right. But I'm going to discuss those things. I want you to understand, family. When you understand these things, you, you, there's, a, there's, there's peace that comes to you because sometimes we think that we're just called to what you call church duties. No, God is bigger than that. God is in the business of restoring one economies, society, nations, and cities through that which has given you. Right. So through your giftings, and through your talents, through your competencies, and through your skills, God begins to, to build and restore and empower a generation. So ne never look down upon, because I don't prophesy, uh, because I don't have a, the, 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 the waking of miracles, because I don't have these things that are mentioned in the Bible, that means I am less of... I am not contributing to what God want me to contribute in the kingdom. Kingdom is not church. Kingdom involves, you, you will learn those things. Yeah. Just flow, flow with me. So purpose does not always look like church. Yeah. Did you hear what I said to you? Purpose, purpose does not always look like church. It does not always come dressed in that church attire. It does not always look like church. Church is us. And God gives us certain abilities. We are church. So God gives us certain abilities in order to restore 
cities and, and build economies out there. Family, understand these things. And I pray as we minister to you, you shall grow. Your understanding and revelation shall expand. So what we call you and I, we call serving God. You know, it's a serving God. I, I serve God. Serving God is not limited to church duties. Did you hear that? Serving God is not limited to church duties. Mm -hmm. Could be out there as a, you're so skilled in what you do. Let me just use an example in education. You are, you are such a, a what do you call, uh, when you step into that, you are able to identify a child who is sad. Begin to speak into the child's life. You speak destiny into them. You speak purpose. A child comes from a background, a broken family. They were shouted at that same morning. They didn't eat anything. You look at them. Their shoes are torn. Because you are sent there not just to teach adjectives, but to impact yeah. a generation. You begin to, you call the child during break time. I'm talking to Mpume here and whoever else is in, in the education sector. That is a calling. That is, it's part of your purpose. It's what God has given you because he's got a child in a particular school mm -hmm. that only a teacher like yourself can impact. You begin to interact with the child. You begin to understand what they didn't eat. And God begins to use you to teach them more than what is in the textbook. But to teach them about life and about God and about the love of the Father. So that's what I mean, family. So serving God is not limited to church duties. It is using your talents to build society, to build cities and economies with him. He sends us out to begin to impact society for him because God is in the business of doing what? Of restoring. Restoring and building. Building. He builds. So if your purpose... Now listen to me. If your purpose is to be an... Uh, see, because I'm doing an introduction, by the time we get into, into, into deeper levels of this, I want your mind just to be, just to be clear about certain things. I, I want to help you bring down these walls of religion. Break them, Lord. Break them, Jesus. Break them, Lord. <laughs> religion is, 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 is terrible. Uh, but I want you to understand... If your purpose, for instance, listen to this, Bazalwa. If your purpose is to be an entertainer, and then you choose because of religion uh, to be a full-time pastor, do you know that you are you are outside of purpose, and vice versa? If you are called to be a full-time pastor, and then you go and and be an entertainer, you are out of purpose. Because, you see, with us, we think purpose has to look like church. Yeah. We think purpose has to wear robes of church. It's look like, look, 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 no, no, that's not, that's not, that's not God. God is building uh, a nations, family, building nations. He cannot build nations through ushers and through the worship team and the, and the music team. He can't just build a society and, 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 and economies through evangelists only. He has millions of people. He puts in them things which are needed out there so that nations can be built. Remember, Bazalwan, the enemy's intent is to strip nations of everything good. The movies, the, the, what is called, is it apocalypse? It's got apocalyptic movies that we watch. And, and, and you are told that in this movie something happened and the whole movie is like dark. And there is no, there is nothing. There's not even a green plant there that's growing. There is no life. That's, that's, the, that's the purpose of Satan, is to do that. But when God anoints a generation of people, yes. and we go to church on Sunday, and we can meet as often as we can during the week, but the purpose is for us to be empowered together. And I share with you the wisdom of God. And God begins to send you back out, into the different spheres so that he can build the economy and the nations and families and marriages through you. Mm -hmm. All right. Understand that. So 
I, I once had this um, it's a guy that I, I respect is very sound and solid, but it said something that um, I didn't agree with, and I, I know that that's not what God uh, wants. He, he said, um, Michael Jackson uh, was meant to be a worship leader. Michael Jackson was meant to be a worship leader, and he said and that uh, if he had been a worship leader, he could have uh, moonwalked an entire generation into heaven. Uh, now, of course, that is, that, 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 that's great, you know. Um, I believe that had Michael Jackson handed over his talent to God, he would have done that. He would have probably, uh, you know, just swept, moonwalked a generation into heaven. That's, that's what happens when, you, when your purpose is tied with the harvest, with, with the heart of the Father, because everything about your, whatever your talent is, there is something about it that benefits heaven, that benefits the kingdom, it benefits his agenda. But I, I, I do believe, family, that his purpose was, was to be an entertainer. I wanted to know that uh, the entertainment industry, why, why does it exist? Because the people, pe life as it is, uh, it's a fallen world. People are depressed. People, people are uh, to walk around dejected, demoralized. And there is that component in the kingdom that now, because we are religious, we don't have a kingdom mindset. We don't know what's... Mm. We think that the entertainment industry is demonic. Of course, the enemy then, what he does, he, he hijacks. Yeah. He takes over Mamji. Mm. He, he, he hijacks that which is meant... See, that is meant to build society. Mm. Entertainer, people laugh. And people, uh, for a moment... They just get into a certain, uh, you yes. know, an area of, of just forgetting about, about what's going on. But that is meant to play part in, 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 in the totality of what God does. Now, by the time we are done, I wanted to understand certain things, Bazarwani. So I, I believe uh, uh, personally that he was born to be, an, and there, there will never be another Michael Jackson in the earth. He was so good that had he handed over that gifting to the Lord, God would, as much as he is, he was an entertainer, but God would have used him to sway and sweep a generation into the kingdom. Not because he was meant to be an evangelist, but because when you hand over your gifting to the Lord, even as an entertainer, God has a way of using that for his glory. Because you are, your mindset and everything about you is just, is him. Is him. You understand that I am not a preacher, but everything about you is, is tied to him. So when you begin to do that, because you are doing it, as you do that, something happens in the lives of the people. If you hand over and there is prosperity and success yes. that comes with it, he begins to add certain things to that so that he can be glorified. All right. Now, another thing about purpose that I wanted to understand in our introduction tonight. Purpose is within our timeline here on earth, whereas destiny extends beyond uh, this life into life after death. Uh, uh, destiny is, 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 uh, is about is the ultimate picture. It's the grand scheme. It involves more than just individuals. Destiny involves nature. It involves the entire planet. It involves angels. Destiny is this the eventual, ultimate plan of God for all creation uh, in eternity future. So understand that. There's a, there's a distinction there. Destiny, on one hand, answers the question, what is the point of eternity? That's the, that's, the, that's the question that destiny seeks to ask. Where are we going? What is the point of eternity? What are we going? What will we be doing in eternity? Mm. Uh, we have explained that in eternity. His, 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 his purpose is for us to reign and rule with him throughout all eternity. See, destiny extends beyond our timeline in the end. Yet, 
purpose. However, purpose uh, answers the question, what is the point of life on earth? What's the point of life on earth? Or what am I supposed to be doing here? What am I supposed to be doing in the earth? Why am I here? What is my, what is my purpose? What is my role? Purpose speaks to your assignment. Purpose speaks to your function. Purpose speaks to that which God intends to do through you individually. As such, he has invested and deposited unique giftings in you and in me. Even the way you speak, your very personality, what we call idiosyncrasies. The way you smile, the way you lift up your, 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 your left eyebrow, everything about you has to serve a particular purpose. When you show up, there are people who just want to move in your direction. When I show up, there are people who want to walk away. Now, see, you are unique. When I step into a certain area, people want to move in my direction. When you step into that same sphere, people want to walk away because we are unique people. And based on our uniqueness, God begins to use. You cannot tell me that God wants to accomplish everything through Sunday service. Mm -hmm. The majority of the world is out there in what we call the marketplace. Uh, the unreached world is out there beyond the four walls of the church. Hence, in America, they, 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 they developed a concept called the church without walls. In other words, let every believer understand that the greatest impact he wants us to make is beyond the folds of the church. So as you are in your strength, remember what he told Gideon, go in the strength that you have, in the competencies. Of course, we, the Bible says, desire the gifts. Desire the gifts is nothing as amazing as sitting in the boardroom and you have a word of knowledge, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding. And as you sit there and you are exploring, you are brainstorming. And this, this is what happened to Daniel family. I wanted to look at the Bible through the, the, the optics of kingdom, not of church and religion. That's what happened to, to them. And uh, they had to be someone from afar to serve in the kingdom because of the spirit of God in them. To benefit a, 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 um, a, 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 the, the nation, to benefit that economy. So I want us to move on from there, Bazalwan. I was, uh, I was explaining to you the distinction between the purpose and, uh, and destiny, right? If you leave, now listen to this, but I want to write this down as well. If you leave outside of your purpose, um, your, your, your talents, your gifts, your competencies and all the stuff, your intelligence and everything that make us who we are, that make us unique, your individuality. All those things, the three things can happen if you live outside of purpose. Number one, those things get wasted. Number two, they are underused, or they are misused, or they are abused. What do you want to do as soon as possible tonight, well, when we finish this, uh, this, this online service? is to go in your room and begin to surrender everything to him. Everything, write down all your strengths. All the things that you think make you unique. Everything you pride yourself in. Everything that your colleagues, when they do the profile analysis and whatever that we do you know, in, your, in your workplace, and you are categorized in a particular way because of your strengths, I want you tonight to hand over all those things to the Lord and say, Father, I wanted to express your purpose through this. I live and I exist for you. I move and I breathe for you. I was made for you. Everything about me must have your signature, even my very voice, all my abilities. So I'm saying to you, three things can happen. If our talents, our gifts, and uh, all these things are not handed over, if we live outside of the purposes of God, your energy, your time, and your resources can, number one, be wasted. Number two, be underused, be abused, or be misused. Number three, what can happen to all these beautiful things that the Lord has given us, 
they are see they, they they can be developed to the extent that we we plow them we sow them in him and then it begins to they come to you in seed form and god has got the ability to expand you whatever uniqueness that you have when we when we plant it we we, we hand those things on the altar it's not just a university that's going to expand you when when you hand over your giftings on the altar of the Lord and you say, Father, I live, I exist for you. God breathes upon those things and they begin to grow. Your, your, your talents begin to grow and they take on a new stature and form that you would never have reached if you had chosen to, to hide it and put it somewhere for your own selfish purposes, for your own selfish ambition. The, the more we hand over these to the Lord, the, the bigger and the stronger they become in Jesus' name. Now, the third thing that can happen to these, if we don't hand them over to the Lord, we, we, they are merchandised improperly. They are merchandised improperly. Merchandising of all our giftings and talents and all these things and intelligence and your degree is, 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 is trading. Is trading of our talents and skills and giftings. These can be merchandised. Do you know, family, that you can you can merchandise your talents uh, and your gifts so effectively and achieve a level of success outside the will of God? I'm going to explain that to you uh, as we we've got about 15 minutes before we close. I wanted to write these things similarly down, uh, and God is going to help all of us as care to walk at a seven level of wisdom and revelation in the earth. I'm saying to you, you can merchandise or trade your talents, your skills, competencies, giftings so effectively and achieve a level of success. In other words, material gain, uh, financial gain, and uh, yet being outside of the will of God. Uh, see, the children of Israel built cities in Egypt. The Bible says they built an economy, yet they were outside of the purpose of God. In Exodus 1, uh, verses 11 to 10, it says, And they made for Pharaoh the cities of treasures, that is Pithom and Ramesses. They, now, if I ask you, what are, the, what are the skills that are needed to build cities in terms of trade? In terms of uh, you know the, the the skills, handwork, what 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 do we list as part of the architectural uh, requirements, and all the other skills that we need to build a city? So whatever skills that they had, they they merchandised them, and they built Pithom and Remesis, which was not God, which was which was an economy. Of Pharaoh who oppressed them. So I wanted to know that there are two types of successes in life. There's number one, success outside of the will of God. See, Pithom and Ramesses, which is called cities of treasure. Now, those were success stories in Egypt. Those were success stories in Egypt. Who built them? God's people. Built, built them for who? For the kingdom, for the economy of Egypt, for the economy of Pharaoh. So that was outside of, of, the, of the plan of God, of the will of God. So they, 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 they were success stories outside of God's will. Understand that. So that's one type of success in the earth. So you, 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 you tell me, but there are people in, in the world who are not in the kingdom of God and uh, they are so successful. Yeah, because God gifted them. Yeah. So they, they, they have been able to merchandise uh, that for their gain. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you the difference as, as we're about to close. Now, there's another level of success, which is within the will of God. Now, I want you to look at the scripture in, as, 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 uh, as, as you begin to understand what I'm, I mean by these two successes. 
in Proverbs 10:22, the Bible says, "The blessing of the Lord makes one rich or makes one successful." Now listen to the next line, and he adds no sorrow. So there is there is success, Bazalwan, that has sorrow attached to it. There is success that has sorrow attached to it. Why? Because it is outside of the jurisdiction of the purposes of God. But those people, because they are gifted that way, they were able to merchandise yeah. or trade those giftings with the system, with the economy in which they find themselves. And the economy, in exchange of that skill, gives them certain privileges, either money or whatever it is. So there is success that has sorrow added to it. As much as you have and you've reached a level of success in life because you're a talented person, you're a gifted person, but because we have not handed over that skill uh, as part of God wanting to fulfill his purpose through those, there is, a, there is sorrow attached to it. Because God will not allow anybody to live outside of the realm, the scope of his purpose, and still be happy and, be, and, and, and have peace and enjoy life. The people that you see on TV that you crave to be like, this is why the Bible says, do not uh, desire the ones who are in the world who are prospering. There's a word that the Bible uses yeah. there. You know, do not, do not, do not envy them. And there's another word that is used, I'll, I'll, I'll remember it. But because behind the scenes, be, be, be behind the glamour, be, be, behind the fanfare, behind the shiny front, the, the Instagramish look that you see, there are people who are unfulfilled. They are poor people who are depressed. They are people who have everything that you can ever desire because they've been able to sing so properly that the world, they've wooed the world and the world has bought all these things. But because they are living outside of God's purpose, there is sorrow attached to it. Now, family, I want you to know that God wants us to live in his purpose, he wants to live his purpose through yeah. us. It is his purpose. Everything that he has given us is for his glory, for his benefit, but even more so, it's, it's, for, it's for the economies, for nations, for a generation in which we have been called to dwell and abide in Jesus' name. Now, we are going to explore this topic more extensively, and I have passion for this because our ministry primarily is called to the minister on destiny and the kingdom. So when it comes to these things, there's a there's understanding, and God gives us the grace to, to, to give you a clarity on these matters. Um, so it is an introduction. Uh, as Just before we close, similar, just let me just uh, mention one, one last thing which I want to repeat, we, we, we are closing now. Your purpose is not church bound. Your purpose is not church bound. Your purpose is not church bound. It is, it is, it is economy and kingdom bound. Yes. It is a generation, generation bound beyond the four walls of the church. So whatever that you have, you are skilled in different ways. God wants you to contribute that way in building the nation, in our case, it's South Africa. An anointed believer, a redeemed person who goes to home affairs, makes such a difference when they are there. And a redeemed person who is an economist, a redeemed person who is a politician, a redeemed person who is a an editor, in that boardroom, editorial panel, sifting what must be consumed by society, is different from a person with the spirit of the devil in them, yeah. who allows our children to consume all the filth 
There is a reason why God has gifted you the way that he has. Not everything, the kingdom does not revolve around Sunday. There are things God wants to restore out there yes. in the media sector. In, in every domain, in every sector, he wants his people with his spirit. This is why some people are not called to preach the gospel for them. They're called to be politicians. They are called to be fathers of the city. They, 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 are, they stand at the door of the city, so to speak. And they, God uses them to, to redesign the city so that his will can be achieved through those people there. So as we close, Wazalwane, I am excited about what we are going to be uh, discussing together. And uh, as we pray, one thing I want us to do tonight, if anything at all, is to everything, the things that you undermine, I don't care, you, you, you are a, a great cook, you are a great baker, you are a great uh, designer, you are a great musician, whatever it is that you feel that is your strength, it's part of God's purpose. Yes, God wants to prosper that. God wants to put his fingerprint on that. And God wants to bless even you and your family through that skill. It, learn to hand it over to him and let him breathe on it, sub submit everything to him and ask him, Lord, how can this that you have given me in my hand be of use to you? How is this part of the purpose that you want to live in and through my life? Now let's pray. Now, Father, thank you in the name of Jesus. I thank you for this word. And I thank you for revelation over your people. I thank you for the God that you open our minds to, to see and to understand your purposes in the name of Jesus in the earth. You have called us to be more than just Sunday people. As important as that is, you need to come. But Father, you have called us to be anointed. So that through us, you can restore society. You can restore our generation. You can build the, the, the economies back into shape through us. You can bring life to people out there and cause them to stand and to work with you. In Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless you, family. Hallelujah. Where do I unmute you? They unmute themselves. Amen. Can I hear you, family, before we go? Please unmute yourself. I want to hear each and every one of your voices. Hallelujah.